You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. Hey everyone, it's David Bombal coming to you from Cisco Live in Barcelona. Really happy to have Sylvia with me. Sylvia is like amazing on social media, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. Sylvia, introduce yourself to the audience, please, and then we can get to our topic. Hi, David. Hello, everyone. I'm Sylvia Spiva, Community Manager at Cisco DevNet. It's great to finally meet you. <laughs> it's like we've been talking online, it's, and it's great to meet in person. So, Sylvia, when we were discussing what to talk about, one of the things we spoke about is communication and writing. And I know that's a passion of yours. So, why do you think writing, communication, that kind of stuff is important for you know, anyone who's watching, like a network engineer or like your son, you said he was in his teens, I think, if I remember right. You know, why, why is this passion of yours something that can help someone? My passion really is history and the legacy that we leave. I'm fascinated by ancient cultures, the scribes of ancient Egypt, the people that wrote things down so that we could read about it now. And doesn't matter what language it is, as long as someone is still able to decipher it. And when you look at programming, we're dealing with so many languages. But especially for people who want to learn how to program, we need to speak in a language that they already know, that they can already understand. So we have a lot of people who are making an effort to reach out to people who don't know, let's say, Python and and help them learn it. But in order to do that, again, you need to do it in a language they already understand and you need to do it clearly and without using too much of um, maybe what could be considered industry jargon. So make it simple, make it friendly, and if you have any questions about how to do that, I'll be happy to answer that. Yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, one of the things we spoke about is, is blogging. And I know a lot of network guys or people in IT blog. But you, I think you have the same thing as I do. When you read something and it's got lots of mistakes in the writing, it, it can put you off a bit. Well, I think that the two most important things you can um, say to people are please and thank you. Fortunately, please is easy to spell. But thank you, um, I was looking at the way we spell that. Let's just use the English language as an example. Some people say thank-you. Some people have taken off the dash. Some people say thanks, which even though you're showing gratitude in some cultures, that may be considered rude because it's a very quick way to say thanks. Some people say thx. And gee, if I was trying to hire someone and they said thx in an email to me, that could be a point not in their favor. So that that is just an example of how people are, I don't want to say judging you because we, we should not judge and we should not let people judge us. But we, we scan, there is so much information that we scan and we do, we do make decisions on patterns. And language is one of those patterns. Another thing, and, and I think everyone's going to laugh about this one is, you're welcome. How do we spell that? Everyone think about that. How do you spell you're welcome? Make sure you're doing it correctly. So first impressions matter. Uh, all of us are always trying to work on our careers. 
and we may not look at how long have we known us maybe a couple of years now we've been exchanging yeah. um, information and conversations online and we just met in person this week so uh, I've seen your videos I'm impressed with how you communicate Thanks. you've taken notice of how I communicate and now we've had the opportunity to meet in person but first there was writing and it was very important yeah so I mean coming back to like like getting a job or something writing is critical and I mean my question to you would be okay I'm a technical guy how do I improve my writing or how do I get better because like THX for me personally I would never want it uh, that would be like no I would never write like that I mean we can get into the British versus American English debate <laughs> you could. can't spell color <laughs> but we, we, we won't go there for now but like pr practically let's say I want to improve any tips any recommendations well, I'm going to give this advice, but I've got to say I haven't been very good about following this piece of advice I'm going to give next. So I'll make this pledge if you make it with me. I need to read more. I love to write, and I'm very flattered when people read what I wrote. But I need to get back to the basics of just good writing. And if I read, I'm a marketer. I could read for, I could read magazines. I could read um, articles written by marketers for marketers, and that wouldn't make me a better writer. That would just make me maybe a better informed marketer. What I need to do is find a series and go back and just read because I know that someone edited that and I can get back to writing well in the language that I choose. It could be English, it could be French, it could be German, um, but I need to spend more time reading. So it doesn't have to be something technical. You can go back and find an author that you like that you haven't read in a long time and pay attention to how things are spelled, how sentences are structured, because um, I'll tell you who my favorite author is. It's Ernest Hemingway. And the reason why I like his writing so much is that his sentences are short. If he doesn't need to use a comma, if he doesn't need to use the word and or but, then he doesn't. His, his sentences are short. So find an author that inspires you so that you can just read. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to joke about this as well, because the way people communicate these days with text it's like, is that English? <laughs> like, what are you, what are you saying? Um, so, I mean, we, we, I believe that writing is really important. And I think that's what you're saying. Writing is really important for career development. If you want to get further in life, you need to be able to communicate. Writing is one of those uh, tools. But we're talking about communication in general. Do you have any, like, tips? I think a lot of people struggle, especially, like, technical guys, perhaps, with communication. So what would you recommend? I, that's a very timely question, and uh, we've been doing a lot of interviews here in the DevNet Zone. You've been doing a lot of interviews. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of interviews as well with the marketing team, and some people were nervous about being interviewed. I'm a little nervous about being interviewed right now. Oh, come on. <laughs> but the reminder is, as long as you're honest, as long as you're telling a story that's true, as long as you're telling your story, you have nothing to worry about. And that's something that comes in beyond writing, with video, with podcasts, with um, if, if you were here in the design thinking area of the DevNet Zone, uh, with any other way that you'd like to communicate, tell a true story. As long as you're telling the truth, you'll be consistent. If people ask you to tell that story again, you'll be consistent and it will be genuine. And one of the things that really comes across on social media is authenticity. If you are yourself and if you're telling the truth, that's why people will follow you. Yeah, I think that's really important. If you, you've got to be yourself. And I think 
on social media, if you try and be someone else, you've already lost the battle because they've already done that. You've got to be you and have your own unique voice. Okay, now practically, I want to improve my writing. You said I should read. Mm-hmm. How do, is, do you think communication is like the way you dress, the way you stand, the way you speak? Like what do you practically, what can I do tomorrow and you know, every day to improve my communication? Something that is difficult in today's world because we travel, we spend a lot of time away from wherever we were born or where we currently live is to really go back and understand other cultures. Um, Look at us, we're here in Spain and this is a very friendly country. Uh, We're sitting together next to each other. We're dressed in the way we would usually dress, but maybe if we traveled to other parts of the world, we wouldn't be able to have this same interaction that we're having now. You wouldn't change, I wouldn't change, but we would need to show respect and and get to um, really focus on how we want to portray ourselves in that culture. So that doesn't go away. If you're making a video and you think everyone in the, in the world will see it, that may or may not be true. Yeah. Something you're doing may be offensive. So you can't please everyone, and it's not about pleasing everyone, but just be very specific about what your goal is. And yes, if you're going for a job interview, you're going to dress different than if you're going to go play a game of football. See, I said football, not soccer, oh, because yeah. I'm I'm very catering good. to you. Very good, very good. Uh, so, so just keep... You don't have to please everyone. You don't have to make everyone happy. Focus on what your audience is. Think like a marketer and focus on what is appropriate for that audience and what they would appreciate. I hope I can ask you this now. Because sure. so, you brought up the term marketing. And I think in today's world, you have to market yourself. You have to market your brand, which is you. You as a person. So like any tips, like, I mean, you're in marketing, but you're obviously a great writer um, you, you're not necessarily just like a technical programmer stuck in the trenches so looking from the outside what would you what recommendations would you give to someone think of leadership think of how you can give back someday whether it's as a manager as a teacher as a parent if you're good at something it is almost your duty to find a way to give back so Think of what your legacy is going to be, even if you're 18 years old, right? Um, something that I find fascinating is that Confucius was saw himself as a failure because he didn't have constant employment. He was what is considered today maybe to be a traveling consultant. And I was a consultant for many years, and I, I thought, well... Um, this is like what Confucius experienced and he didn't feel successful in his own lifetime and yet look now, he's like one of uh, the all-time influencers of human history. Why is that? Um, He thought differently. He didn't necessarily fit into something that already existed. So did he think about his legacy? He was just going around really sharing what was important to him. So I I don't expect everyone listening to this to have uh, a philosophy that people follow. Uh, you know, thousands of years from now based on what they taught, but maybe someone will. So again, be honest, be good to people and be yourself. So I mean, I'm pushing you on this because I wanted like, I'm thinking, okay, so after this, if I go home tonight, what can I do? So are there books that you would recommend that I read to, to help with communication, to help with presentation, to write better or, you know, practically, what are your recommendations? I, I don't necessarily want to endorse any particular books, but 
we, no matter how good we are at something, there's always someone who is doing it better. So first of all, acknowledge that there's always room for improvement and be very specific about what you want to improve. If I want to improve my German, I need to go read some books about how to improve my German. Not books in English about how to improve my German, but, <laughs> but German books, even if it's German uh, chil children books. So um, it's really about focus. Um, and again, I, I don't necessarily have any books or, or um, programs that I, I want to endorse because m my reality isn't the same as, as what other people um, you know, want to achieve. But I would say, if you're watching this, you're interested in DevNet, you're interested in developer.cisco.com, I'm one of the blog managers. So if you read blogs.cisco.com slash developer, you'll get an idea for our evangelists, not just in through their code or through their workshops, but uh, through what they have written down. And we also welcome blogs from the community. So if you are using developer.cisco.com and you have built something and you'd like to share that, you can reach out to me right. and you could be an author for us. Yeah, that's brilliant. So I mean, that's a great opportunity. So if anyone who's watching feels that they can contribute something like a blog, they can contact you. So mm -hmm. give us your details. So um, you can find me on Twitter at Sylvia K. Spiva. And you can also read through the blogs on blogs.cisco.com slash developer and leave comments. Again, read through. So we're talking about, you know, reading and engaging and being focused. If there is an, uh, an author who is appealing to you, then leave comments on their blog posts and, and start a conversation. And that way we can all be connected and maybe you could write for us. That's brilliant. So sorry everyone, we had a bit of an interruption. Ian has joined us and I'm really glad he has because Sylvia, even though she denies it, is a social media queen. So Ian, how did you get to know Sylvia? So very basically, David, I'm a bit of a Twitter geek yeah. and uh, obviously I follow the dCloud team, the DevNet team, and uh, Sylvia is a bit of a celebrity on Twitter. So I said to the dCloud team, my friend Karen, I said, uh, can I come and meet Sylvia? She said, sure, I'll come and introduce you. And so here we are. So tell me, uh, how many followers do you have? You follow me and that's all that matters. Ah, you're such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's about 50,000 followers on Twitter. So you know we were talking about communication and about getting a message out. She's really good at that, even though she denies it. So. So let's go back to our original conversation. How do you use Twitter to communicate? So if I go back to why I started using Twitter, uh, I'll name some names here. Uh, I was trying to get a job in social media because it seemed much more fun than what I was doing at the time, which was translation and localization. And I was burned out in that. I love languages, but if you do something too much, even if you love it, you can get burned out. And I thought social media was another way to speak with people around the world without having to translate so much. So I started studying people like Amy Lewis, and I had zero followers on Twitter. And I said, wow, this lady has like 3,000 followers. I want to be like her. And again, when, if, you, if you're focused and you know what you want to achieve, in that my case, I wanted a job as a social media manager, and I found someone who was already a social media manager and was very good at it. And I imitated her. I didn't copy her, and I didn't steal from her. I think it's very important never to copy or steal from someone, but learn from others and find mentors. That's great advice. So, Ian, you said you're a Twitter geek was the word I think you used. Yeah. So tell us about what your experience is of using social media. 
So very basically, um, I've done a few things like periscopes. It, it's great for sort of getting short, snappy uh, pieces of uh, news out, you know, all types of content. It's great. You get to interact with lots of people that, you know, all over the world that you've never never meet normally. Um, it, it's fabulous. And obviously when you, you get to meet people like Sylvia, like, this is awesome. Let's get a selfie. <laughs> and yourself, of course, David. Well, well, don't worry about me. So... Everyone, thanks so much for watching. Thanks, Sylvia. Thanks for crashing the party. That was brilliant. Really appreciate it because I actually wanted to talk about this and she was denying it to me. So everyone, hope you have a great day. Want to wish you all the very best from Barcelona. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.